You're listening to The Capital Table. Private capital markets have been evolving for many years, but never more so than in recent times. Take a seat at The Capital Table with leading experts discussing insights into the private equity and M&A world, and take away the knowledge you need to excel in a rapidly changing marketplace. We know this is one table you'll leave feeling full and satisfied. Welcome to this edition of the Capital Table as we continue our series on the supply chain Fast Five with Travis Loomis, lead of our operations and supply chain consulting group. Travis, welcome back to the Capital Table. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you. And today, you know, let's talk about supply chain network optimization. So to start, you know, what is supply chain network optimization and why is it important? Yeah, thanks, Steve. So a supply chain network optimization or assessment is essentially just a scenario modeling exercise in order to identify ways to reduce costs in a company's supply chain network while still meeting their current and future demand expectations. And it's really important to do these kinds of exercises, especially when companies who have built their supply chain network many years ago and have since grown significantly, they may not be as effective as they think they are in terms of overall cost optimization, as well as not realizing that there are lost sales opportunities because their fulfillment network isn't set up appropriately. Yeah, that's interesting. So what part of the supply chain do these optimization exercises focus on? Well, it it really could be any part um, from evaluating raw material suppliers to third-party manufacturers or co-packers to even their own manufacturing plants or ultimately the distribution centers and the final delivery to the customers. Each one of these parts of a company's supply chain has a very different set of variables to be considered that would ultimately impact both the supply chain and the scenarios to run within the model. And so it can be a little bit overwhelming if attempted all at once. And so my suggestion would be to, you know, very clearly define the scope of the project and define the variables that uh, are to be evaluated and optimized within um, a cost model. And so just a simple um, example is looking at a company's end of their supply chain customer delivery network. So let's say they deliver to both distribution warehouses as well as residential homes directly to their end customers. You know, these two customer profiles look very different, um, most notably in terms of quantity per order as well as the delivery time expectations from the date they place the order. And so the company could then further narrow their focus to say non-distribution center orders um, you know so focusing more so on the residential side and they ultimately find that they can deliver to residential customers in say two days or less um, after placing the order in 32 states within their current supply chain network and so one of their goals may be to increase the number of states where they can offer that a two-day delivery and so the scenarios could focus on um, identifying states or regions of the country where they see those lost sales opportunities and what it would ultimately mean to expand to that area it could also even be just a repositioning of two warehouses into one larger warehouse that is more 
geographically aligned to where the orders are currently going and where they plan to go in the future. Um, it may even just be running scenarios to identify current warehouses that need more inventory space and could drive their on time and in full metrics up from, say, the low 90s to the high 90s. All of these kinds of scenarios and many others could be run in a sophisticated model and will ultimately help with their go forward and decision making of where it's best to make changes to their network in order to drive that efficiency that they're looking for. Yeah, really important focal points and a great example for those who are uh, addressing two different distribution channels. But, you know, thinking about the modeling and the data requirements for something like this, do only large companies with very complex supply chains find the benefits justify the costs from an assessment like this? I think maybe in the past, but absolutely not anymore. Um, you'd you'd actually be quite surprised at how much of this can be accomplished with some good upfront goal setting, um, getting the right information and data extracted, and then loading it into um, a cost model. And so the model itself obviously can vary in sophistication from buying outside software that specializes in this kind of work to building it yourself or having some outside resources help in order to get it going quickly. But there are multiple data visualization tools out there that can assist with geomapping your supply chain network and have either built-in logic or some form of programmable logic in order to get the scenario modeling going. Now, obviously, if you buy the sophisticated software, you'll get more out-of-the-box functionality and you'd expect to have integrations with, say, transportation management systems in order to quickly run those cost-benefit analysis uh, on any transportation lane changes, uh, or if you're looking at potentially physically moving warehouses, um, the software may help identify the average cost per square foot of any leased warehouse space in a particular zone near the center of gravity output from those particular scenarios. But I'd say many mid-sized companies can also get to the same or similar results with a much lower cost of entry than buying sophisticated outside software. They'll just require a little bit more independent research, maybe a few more internal or external resources, and then probably just a little bit more time. So speaking of time, when is a good time to do this sort of exercise? Yeah, I, well, again, in the past, I would have said it's probably best to at a minimum align it with your two to three year strategy timeline. But with the current shift in the marketplace dynamics and the expectations of companies to be more agile and have more resilient supply chains, I'd actually say at least once a year, if not more frequent, depending on your industry. Also, um, in the context of, say, a transaction, um, anytime you're planning to acquire uh, or have recently acquired another business, these kinds of network optimization exercises will be useful in order to determine any redundancies or capacity opportunities that can help reduce cost and drive the investment payback higher. And then on the flip side of this, if you are finding that a particular product line or manufacturing process is not as profitable as is as expected, even after doing some of these cost scenario models, it may be an opportunity to identify if you can carve out that entity um, or that particular product line for a potential sale. 
Yeah, that's right. The landscape certainly seems to be continuously changing for companies in terms of you know who's reliable in their supply chain network, uh, which vendors are cost effective, and and who can effectively deliver with the current set of labor resources out there. Yeah, absolutely. And so this may be something where companies institute more of a program to evaluate different parts of their supply chain network on a more rolling calendar basis where throughout the course of the year, they end up evaluating different regions uh, or phases of their fulfillment in terms of manufacturing lines, customer delivery, uh, or their network of third-party manufacturers or logistics providers. I mean, ultimately, if companies have seen or expect to see a significant shift in their supply chain costs and feel like they could do more to optimize their network, then it's the right time to do it. So recognizing that, you know, they get to the point it's the right time to do it, but, you know, what should a company do now to start gearing up for an exercise like this? Yeah, so I'd say first and foremost is, again, to set that scope very clearly. You know, what part of your supply chain do you think has any gaps or redundancies that are creating cost overruns? And then once you have that set, the next and equally important part is defining which variables that you want to include, such as locations, products, customers, time. Um, and then once you find those right variables, you want to pull the data required uh, to actually do the analysis uh, on those. And so if during these pre-planning steps, you identify gaps in your current set of data that will be crucial for the analysis that you want to get done, you know, I'd say find a way now to start gathering that information so that way you can start using it in the future. And so on an interim basis, you may need to create a workaround or find an interim assumption, but at least moving forward, you'll have that better information the next time that this exercise is completed. But once you have the data set up, then it's identifying what scenarios you want to run within your within your cost model. And so, again, my suggestion would be to kind of start small. Um, so, for example, focus on just one manufacturing line or one warehouse or even just one major customer. And then once you're able to prove it out for one component, then you can look to expand the scope further. Um, an important piece to remember is that if this kind of scenario running or cost model planning has never really been formally done before within your organization, the key is to break it up into these small digestible chunks so the team doesn't get overloaded with unimportant information or incomplete analysis. And so just remember that the goal is to have actionable information after this to optimize your supply chain and ultimately reduce your costs um, within your network. Yeah, supply chain network optimization, that's a great overview, Travis, and certainly some extremely helpful tips along the way of the discussion for our audience. Uh, thanks so much, but any final thoughts on the, on the topic? Yeah, so I think in the past, uh, the expectations for supply chain executives was really just the balance between optimizing cost versus um, a your performance with your demand fulfillment, but 
now I think as expectations continue to grow for these kinds of supply chain managers within their organizations, risk management and resiliency is just as important as cost uh, and performance. And so having um, a continuous program to optimize your supply chain network on a regular cadence will only help you feel more prepared um, in the long run as the company continues to grow and expand. Well, as our audience continues to grow and expand their companies, their portfolio companies, uh, certainly addressing these areas are, are super important. So Travis has always been wonderful to have you on the capital table and thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks again, Steve. It was a pleasure. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Capital Table. For more information, please visit witham.com. Thank you for listening.